From Boston, Massachusetts to Adelaide, Australia, and everywhere in between. Talking local and national sports and just about anything discussed in a tavern. Broadcasting from South Lyon, Michigan. Welcome to Easy Speak at Speakeasy 330 with your hosts, Rich and Tom. We are back. Monday night special here in the Speakeasy. I prefer the Saturday night special, not the Monday night special, well, but well, given that the weekend we've had, yes, we're we, okay. Yeah, uh, we'll take uh, we will take Monday night any day. Anytime we can get on the airwaves and talk sports is always a good thing. Yeah, I had a pretty exciting uh, Friday night. Uh, we were down in the uh, at the old Copacabana, as I like to call it. Oh yes, trying to watch Miggy um, fetches five hundred, and um, I. You went live, didn't you? Like a couple of times. Yeah, I, I, the last two at bats, oh, okay. I went live, and uh, you know, just to kind of get a feel of the crowd while it was going on. Unbelievable, um, unbelievable at- atmosphere in general downtown uh, Friday night. You had Lions pregame, Tigers, you know, you know, moving up to second place. Miggy 500, Chappelle across the street. Yeah, it was, dude, it was crazy down there. Did you see that video I sent you from two, oh, the people after the game just beating the shit out of each other? It's like, what, <laughs> like, what the hell is going on here? Our boy Gonzo probably was, uh, was, uh, busy until 3 a.m. Friday night, no doubt. Oh, yeah. So Steven says, Hey, boys. Hey, what's up, my friend? Yeah. So Steven says, Thank hey, you for chiming in. Yeah, definitely. Good to see you, my friend. Yeah. So we got a lot to cover. Um, today for sure but i mean you know what i want to do is first and foremost is uh we, t- today is the day that i'm not going to say we're like hooked up with them but um this is the first time we're kind of reaching more of a broader audience um mm-hmm. uh, tonight hopefully hopefully yeah. they, hopefully like us it's a whole new uh a whole new area of the country it's in sec country it, too it is yeah we're big 10 boys but uh you know <laughs> uh you know and, and if funny we talk about it tomorrow we're going to be doing a show mm-hmm. with them as well yep. and um uh, really uh, it was i feel kind of honored you know to you know two schmucks from michigan yeah you know go blue you got some guys that'll say go green but you know you know we're gonna be able to sit down i think we got about a half hour uh half hour chat with uh with with the fellows on uh college football and and maybe touch a little bit on the uh nfc nfc north but yeah with river city media with our man qb1 good old randall not the quarterback that not, is not, not the, the quarterback. quarterback yeah not uh, the quarterback and uh mr qb1 and i have uh, uh we share an affinity with uh the, the band seven dust so uh uh definitely looking forward to some conversation with him on that for sure well you can you, you can save your comments for maybe one of his shows really the rock roll rock geared, and roll show geared towards rock and roll but no so yeah I'm, I'm really looking forward to it it was a conversation that him and i had uh yesterday back and forth and he had asked us if um if we would, uh, uh, you know, we can use this page and broadcast mm-hmm. and uh, maybe get a couple of listeners. Sure. Um, again, if you're for, if anybody is out there watching right now from the river city media group, I mean, just chime in on the, on the comments. I'd love to hear from you oh, and everything absolutely. like that. But yeah, so it, we were down there this weekend, Friday, we thought about, we thought, we thought about buying tickets for Saturday, but holy shit, were they expensive? They, uh, they were going for at one point on, what was it? Thursday night we were in here checking prices. Right field bleachers going for upwards of hundred and eighty dollars. Yeah, and see the thing is, is like an hour before I actually I I misquoted. I said I bought them off StubHub. Yeah, I got them off Game Time. Oh, and wow. they were only thirty eight bucks. Wow, a they piece. came down, and I got them like an hour hour and a half before the yeah. Game Time started. Yeah, because so. you you had sent me a text. We were sitting at uh, the tin roof enjoying a a, a, a tasty beverage, and. Uh, <laughs> Speaking of tasty beverage, man, these Coors Lights oh, are going to go down pretty smooth tonight. Yeah, they're uh, they're sweating good. Um, so we're sitting there, and I get a text from old uh, Jasper, and it says, um, "Where are you guys sitting?" I said, "Ah, one thirty nine, row four. I'll see you there." I'm like, "You, you some bitch." We had talked about it threw a little, it threw a little monkey wrench in there. Well, you know, here's the thing: is you know, we were sitting there, and uh, you nope. know, the, the boys were coming over, and no power. And, well, no, we had power Friday night. Oh no, we did. Oh, no, we, we lost. Did the fr- yeah, we had no that's power. That's why. That's why I we went down at 
Uh, That's right. 2 p.m. for a 7 10 uh, first pitch. We were in the D. Started the day off at uh, good old Harry's for some free parking and lunch and uh, moved on to Tin Roof. It was great. So, yeah, you send a text and you're like, I'll see you there. So, yeah, because there was no point in sitting at home in the dark. No. You know, here, you know, you know what? I have nothing but love for those guys that run the utility lines because you know what? That's a job I wouldn't want to do. Side note, not to sound the siren or like that. Years ago, I actually tested at the IBEW Local 17 to be a lineman, mm. passed, and then they said, hey, we're, we got this school down in Dayton. That's where they started off at, whatever. And if they, I looked it up, and the, one of the first tasks was climbing a, a utility pole. <laughs> Dude, not happening. Not, no bueno? No bueno. No bueno. No bueno. I probably would do the same thing. Screw that. Yeah, that you know what? I mean, heights, no thanks. I mean, if I got a hand railing around and mm -hmm. I stand on a firm catwalk, I mean, you're, cool. You'd be, you know, probably, you know, tied into something. But, uh, yeah, so we didn't have power. Uh, five o'clock, or I'm sorry, two o'clock Friday morning, we uh, were awoken because we were sweating like pigs. Oh, and it was Dark-ass house. And uh, so the DTE decides they're going to turn our power off to help find another problem. So for two days, Dude, now, we went without, without power. So you were telling me, you were telling me, you're like, Hey, make sure you, you make sure you go and you log in and claim your $25 rebate they or whatever. It. it was for like, I think it was like 48 hours would, first or 24 hours. 16, yeah, 16, 16, 120, 120 hours. They changed it. Yep. It's bullshit. Well, you know, Kelly still doesn't have power. And so they sent her a, um, they sent her an email and she got a phone call, like an automated phone call. Yeah. hundred dollars off her bill next oh. month. Oh, gee, thanks. That might put a dent in the gas bill from her running her generator. Um, well, <laughs> I mean, she does live in uh, the Chateau Lay, uh, one person. <laughs> she doesn't like that. I'm trying to refrain from not doing that, but <laughs> no, we love, no, we love Miss Kelly for sure. So back to the Tigers. Yes. I mean, it, it was interesting to see how the fans were going to react. Uh, I had a feeling that every, t every single time he got up to the plate, everyone's going to get up with their phones and sure as shit. Soon as he, soon as he walked up to the plate, everybody in the house was standing. Um, they're special balls with a hologram on them. You know, they give, I mean, and there's, there's a camera. Is it a there. hologram? They there's, put a, on it? there's a hologram they put on it. Yeah. But what if he hits, what, what if he knocks that fucking hologram off it? Well, I don't think you, I don't think you will. It's probably embedded in there pretty good. Okay. But, uh, hey, we got one listener from River City Media on Facebook oh, right now. Look at that. I bet it's Randall. <laughs> it could be, it could be QB1, but that's fine with me. Hey, we'll take it. All right, Mr. Corey. Mr. Uh, Corey's checking in today. He goes, I need to know how many beers you had, guys had. That sticker is fire, by the way. What sticker is he, is he talking about? The Wu Tang sticker. I think, I think, I think Vanilla King is uh, talking yeah, about the Wu Tang. He, he must be talking about the but sticker. He could by be the way. talking about our boys over there at the Amboy podcast. It could Check be them Amboy. Out. Yeah. Uh, beers. So I will I will tell you right now I had two beers at the game. I can't oh. I cannot speak for you. Is he talking about how many beers we had at the game? Yeah. Oh. Uh well, we started off with first of all, you have to remortgage your house to drink there. This is true. This is true. We started off at like I said at Harry's and the special was uh 250 PBRs. So I had two of those and and then uh we went over to the tin roof and uh <laughs> their beers there are like buckets i had two of those so i i, pr I probably ended up with i think i out drank uh, rich that day i needed a designated driver that's for sure so we'll, we'll just leave it at that well that was that was all in your plan anyways right well payback's a bitch isn't it <laughs> i was uh, owed one or 15 so yeah, yeah there's been yeah i agree i was due yeah at, after chris stapleton i was due Oh gosh, yeah, me but, too. But I drove. Mm -hmm. I was a bit responsible. I had the boys with me, so yeah, you know, they hit you up for everything. Uh, can we get pizza? Mm -hmm. Can we get? Can we get this? A one one Coors Light, that? sixteen ounce can. Oh, they're ridiculous. Eleven thirty four. Oh boy, somebody somebody keep ragging on me. I seen his one beer he drank. At least it was empty. Okay, <laughs> give me a little bit of credit here. <laughs> so vanilla, a vanilla king. I gotta what is ask up this, with this vanilla face? I got to ask this guy here real quick. This is the conversation between me and you. When are you coming to Detroit to see a Lions game and stopping by the speakeasy 
and doing a show with us live. Let's do it. Inquiring minds want to know for sure. (laughs) (laughs) But so needless to say, uh, people standing up with their phones, people going crazy, special ball, uh, a cameraman following them right up to the batter's box. You want to talk about pressure? And, And I don't think Miggy really deals with a whole lot of pressure too much. He looked, he wore it on his face this weekend. Because even even throughout the weekend, every time he got up at the plate, it was the same thing. And and I really think it it cost him. I think he he was trying too much to get it. It was he was it was on his mind. You know what I liked though? I liked how loud it was again in the Cop- in the Copacabana. But I also liked how when the pitch got ready to get delivered, you could hear a Oh man, it, it it was exciting, and it took you back to the glory days there, you know, ten years ago, when they were competing. And then um, the crowd, I, w- I was a little surprised there wasn't as many people there. I didn't ever heard a, an official uh, attendance, but um, thirty-two thousand. It was thirty-two. Yeah, that was surprising. They, they filled that place up pretty good Saturday night, and Saturday was probably about thirty-four thousand. It seemed like there was a lot more there on Saturday. Yeah. Oh, there was. But oh, the, yeah, for sure there was. There was definitely more people there. And I don't know Saturday. yesterday because we were we were out on the boat and I was listening until the uh, second inning when they decided to. Uh, what, what is up with bringing that guy? Who who is it? Hendricks? The hell did they bring him up for a spot start? Like, give me a break. Hey, hey. it's terrible. Hey, calm down. Don't, oh my. Hey, God. don't get angry. Don't get angry. Oh, that was terrible. Yeah. It just he couldn't he couldn't throw a strike and when he did it ended up out well your oh. dad was your dad oh. was all hyped up over uh what was it tristan um, tristan mckenzie yeah yeah he was all hyped up over yeah. it and the, that the, guy that guy threw gas and he was a small you know small sticks. dude they call him sticks i guess if they call Twigs or something like that so funny funny story you know they gave out uh funny, baseball funny cards friday funny story, funny story. Yeah. i got an otani as you know yeah and then the second pack i got the very first card was that that dude that pitched yesterday like how how ironic isn't it ironic what nice. you think so yeah uh, is it like rain <laughs> on your wedding on your day. wedding day yeah right for sure so hey we got a we got a big week uh week of baseball coming up here so tigers are off today mm-hmm. which our tigers players um on their off days you would think that they would be more apt to staying home resting relaxing you know hanging out with the wife the kids the girlfriend the mistress, hookers, whatever, whatever you, whatever it may be. Eric Haas is probably cutting the grass again. Well, I, w- I would imagine. I would imagine. But I took my son up to see John Yu up at the Pro Sports Zone. And we got an autographed bat by mm. Jamer Candelario. Oh. We got an autographed mini helmet, Where, Jamer. Where'd you get the bat from? John Yu. Oh, he had him there? Oh, yeah. Did he give you a deal? uh 30 i think i paid 39 bucks 29 bucks 39 bucks for the bat yeah and then so that and i got jose urena i got two pictures obviously one's coming to the speakeasy mm-hmm. the other one's going for the memorabilia vault nice so yeah so ryan ryan digged it i got some pictures off to off to uh i'll send cool. i'll have to send over to you but uh John, oh. johnny you's got eric haas coming up here real soon too i'm in yeah, I'm gonna I'm get in. in on that I'm one in. for sure. Yeah. I'm definitely in on yeah, that one. I want to get something done with him. Yeah, because that I mean that guy, he's just you know, I the dude hitting hitting the ball. And you ever noticed that most catchers on the Tigers are number 13. Alex Avila was 13. Well, Lance Parrish was 13. It was a trivia question down there. It was. It was uh the one catcher who did not wear number a, 13. It was Mr. Bill Freehand who Bill wore Freehan. a Sparky's number eleven. <sighs> Fun fact. Well, here you go. So yeah, another thing we can talk about with baseball, uh, a comment came in from uh, from Jeremy. Local kids, Taylor North. Oh, yeah. Steamrolling. Dude, those kids can hit yep. the snot out of the ball. I watched it. Yes. Was it? Was it? I, I might have been a replay, but I watched it yesterday when I had to listen here. My kid conned me out a lot of money yesterday. I had to take him out to dinner. I had to take him to Zap Zone. Zap Zone. You know, but when we go to dinner, it's not like, "Hey, Dad, oh. can I get the can I get the the chicken and uh, the chicken and uh, the chicken strips and fries?" Oh, oh, it's it's high end. Oh no, we're getting the fillet. Oh sure, we're getting the baked potato loaded. By the way, with Where, everything. Where'd you eat? Uh, we went to the Texas Roadhouse because oh. that is. Did you his, throw the peanuts all over the floor? There's no peanuts on the floor. No, no, but I got a hook up there because my niece works there, 
So which one? My niece Katie. I don't know which the one in Nova. Oh, the newer one. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. By the I Fly. No, no waiting. Next, oh. next to the Carvana Carousel. Table for one. Exactly. Rich Jasper. So yeah. So start the path. So the uh, so these kids are just mashing the ball and they're going to Williamsport. I'm excited to see it. I know I got a couple friends from Taylor <laughs> that grew up in Taylor and playing little league is huge in that community. So oh, I'm, yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm well. I'm what happy is it? For what's the league that they always have the World Series there? In Taylor, it's is a little it, league. It's it's like the thirteen. It's the of uh, the the league above little league, or the age group above little league, isn't it? It might be. It's like the majors or whatever they called it. They called it that when we were like, like up. pony Broncos. Yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. Here in in the SL, like it it goes. Uh, their their divisions are K line, um, Maze, Reese, mm. Colfax, yeah, Palomino, Palomino. Yeah, I I don't know. I don't know. Jamie Palomino from uh, Never Heard of You. Yeah, Next. exactly. So anyway, yep. So we've got uh, well, a side note with the little league. Um, the fuck are they feeding those kids, dude? Unbelievable. Okay, let me. So what, no, no, let me tell you, my oh. my son, fourteen, <laughs> just just got back from the doctor. He's five six. Well, he's one hundred forty seven pounds. These kids in this team, six one. Yes. There was a pitcher for, it was a Louisiana team whose catcher was the girl who was awesome. She also pitched. Her name was Ellie. Um, they had a pitcher. He was five foot nine. He weighed almost 200 pounds, and he looked exactly like he could have been a young John Hesterman, a good friend of ours of the show. Uh, he had a uh, big old head of lettuce on him. And every time he threw the ball, his hat fell off his head. It was like, it was so annoying. But but the kid could throw. It was crazy. It was so unbelievable. Funny you say that about hats falling off when they pitch. There was a uh, there was a boy on Jacob's team. Had a, had a had a cabbage. And every time he threw the ball, his hat would fall. But, I mean, he was throwing hard, so. Put something underneath that hat. But, yeah. So. Maybe, that, get, a, maybe get chin straps for him. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> it could be. So, back to the Tigers. They've got. Uh, I, I would say a pretty important series coming up against, uh, I'm going to call them the Anaheim Angels. But what we all get the, excited to see is uh, Otani, Shohei Otani's playing here in Detroit. He's pitching Wednesday, and he's going to be uh, pitching in front of a crowd full of dogs because it's barking the park at Comerica Park. And here's the thing you, funny you say that is I actually looked for tickets on that to take Clyde. You have to. They've got to be fully immune, vaccinated. I think he is. Well, oh, I'm just saying to get. To... See, I'm, I'm a little bit different with my dog. Oh. My dog goes to the vet. He gets his rabies. Yeah, well, gets all the other. Your stuff. dog goes leaves the house. Ours don't. <laughs> Ours don't leave ever. So that'll be fun to see. Too bad uh, Trout won't uh, be there. When's he out till? Dude, he probably they, won't come back. Till later they're just in the gonna. I mean, well, they're still in the mix. They're I mean, in the they're mix. Still in the wild card mix, but they're still hunting for it. But, uh, dude, he's your he's your player. Oh, you know, he's your player. Oh, for sure. You, I mean, if you you don't want to, you know, rush anything back. I, I I read a story today. Uh, on the question was, are they going to be able to keep Otani? Uh. And, and and I look at him. See, there's not a salary cap in baseball. No. It's all whether you want to pay the luxury tax. Well, sure. And, and you know, and, and that the team Angels, makes money. The Angels make money. They did draw very well. Uh, and his jerseys sell very well. Um, so and, and I see him a lot like Trout. He's 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 a star, but he doesn't act like it. He's he, they're very down home. I saw a video clip of him walking through the the uh, um, the bullpen before a game. And there was two pieces of trash on the ground. He picked them up, threw them in the garbage can. It's like it's just the human side of him. And I, I don't think uh, the the fan fame, you know, the 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 popularity has got to him yet. I think he's just kind of takes it like a grain of salt. Even when Miggy gave him a nut check there when they played in L.A., I mean, he kind of looked at him like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> but he's he just seems really down to earth. And 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 I can see a situation where the Angels, you know. Definitely keeping them. I mean, unless the big teams like New York and Boston come calling, or the Dodgers right up the road, and and but see I don't now, know. Here, now here's the thing. So when you when you're in the West Coast, so I've 
been to Anaheim, uh, even like you think about like San Francisco, he might want to stay there because there is a huge, there's a huge, there's an Asian, Asian population population there. Go up to, yeah. I mean, especially in San Francisco. Yeah. And um, he might go to San Francisco. I mean, it's huge, you know, it is, you know, but you know, it it all depends on where he wants to go, what he feels is right for him. But I, I honestly don't, I don't see the angels letting him walk away. There's no way they let him walk without getting something in return. And, and I'm sure there's already been discussions as to, I, I don't know what his contract looks like right now, but, um, he is a generational player. There's never He's a modern day Babe Ruth and, and Babe Ruth couldn't pitch as good as he does. No. And so what we're seeing, and we had a conversation, uh, the other night here in the speakeasy with, with Ryan, your Rich's son, and basically said like, pay attention you're you're watching somebody that that we've never seen in our lifetime and it's pretty special to 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 be able to take part in that and and witness you know someone that can have an era of under three and and hit for over 340 home runs it's 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 amazing so if you subtract otani from from the mix altogether in your opinion up until then who do you think would probably be the be the best athlete. I'm not going to say baseball. I'm going to say athlete that you have seen that encompasses everything that Otani is doing right now. Bo Jackson. Are you saying that because he's a multi-sport player? I'm just saying that because his athletic ability and 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 unlike Deion Sanders, who you're you're not going to say anything about prime time, huh? Uh, I do think primetime was probably one of the greatest cover corners to ever play the game, but his baseball skills, he had speed and he could play defense. Um, but so all are, around, so are you saying Bo Jackson being as a, a player that you've, who you think is the best because he played multiple sports or I'm talking about, even if they're a singular, singular sport athlete, I'm not saying, a, a, a two-sport player. No, I because even if you take football away, he was an all-star. He was a uh, all-star center fielder. He could mash the ball. Then you take baseball away. He he was a bruising running back. I mean, he just – what did he do to uh, Bosworth that day <laughs> Bos- on Monday night? Bosworth just, got lit He up. mulled him over, and like like he was nothing. He was so, never the same after that. Athletic-wise, Bo Jackson was special. Um, I mean, there's been, there's been athletes like uh, – Calvin Johnson, you know, Kobe Bryant, as much as I'm not a fan of him, LeBron James, what he's been able to do. I mean, there's been like all world athletes, but like generational athletes. I, to me, it's, it's Bo Jackson. Yeah. I think that's, I mean, that's a f- fair to say that is um, me. I think Michael Jordan was obviously he was the best uh, hands down. Oh, I mean, sure. That, he was a guy that could carry the team on his shoulders. <laughs> and he did. You know, for sure. And he did, unlike LeBron, who had to go elsewhere. Um, his uh, super teams. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like so, but yeah, no, I, I just, Bo Jackson, it's, it's crazy to think of what it could have been if not for that. And I'll never forget watching it. He got oh, I know. in Denver sucked. where the guy came on his shoulders and he just pulled all his weight and his hip just popped out and would that injury end a career today Hmm, who knows but um i knew then that we were probably looking at the end of an era Uh, i'll never forget that game so so since we're talking about careers um we sat here on saturday night and we watched a no-hitter by tyler gilbert And his no-hitter happened to be his very first professional start. Made a couple of relief appearances, but this was his very first start. Parents in the state, in the, in there, his aunts, oh. uncles, sisters, girlfriends. It had a house full. He only threw like 100 and like 101, think, 101, 101 pitches. pitches. And, and got it. First career start. Um, it was pretty cool to watch his dad in the stands. Like the last inning, he was like – I know we were talking, sitting in here thinking like, put yourself in his dad's. What are you like? How are you feeling? What is going through his head? Like, oh my! Is that? Am I getting that ball? Oh my god! And uh, 
he was standing like in the aisle and every, every out he was pumping his fists and, oh, it was, it was really cool to see. And, and at, at his dad's a little bit of a crier. Oh, uh, well, shit. We, kind of like we, you. Yep. But at the time, at the time we didn't know. And, and I think I asked you, I'm like, I wonder how many starts this kid's had. And two seconds later, like first career start, like our, wow. Which got us into thinking, what are the, some of the, greatest debuts in all of sports any sports any sports histories and you know we put it out there on social media for for responses and and um i i'm still a big fan of austin matthews and his four goal four goal in his, debut. First, in his first game yeah well he was and it's hard to score goals in the nhl sure is, let alone and, four and he came right from the uh the right down the road here the national mm -hmm. developmental team and he, he was and, hyped and up beyond. He was he was hyped yeah. up to come into the league. So for somebody to have the pressure of like the next Wayne Gretzky potentially. Um that's that's Connor McDavid. Well, whatever. And he lived up to it. Yeah. Oh, and, for and, sure. And it's 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 one thing of saying you're the best, and it's another of being the best. And and he proved that he he deserved to be in the NHL. You got Trevor Story, shortstop for the Rockies, who first two at bats in pro baseball, home runs. Yeah, yeah, I I remember that off vividly. Yep, off I remember Granky. that. Now, and, I, and they and they were just they weren't like flubs; they were like absolute bombs. But how much of that is the Colorado air? Who knows? But irregardless, your first two bats against arguably one of the best pitchers in that era. Oh. Um, that was just a couple of years ago. I mean, Zach Greinke's been dominant for sure, years. Sure, he is. It, it takes you back to when Miggy faced uh, Ho, uh, uh, Roger Clemens in, in the World Series against the, the Yankees. and he, uh, he made him look silly. He hit that long home run <laughs> off of him. He did a double. And, he was, and yeah. Clemens like, who the fuck is this kid? Like, exactly. I know I brushed him back. He brushed him back one pitch, and Miggy just kind of shrugged him off. And then I think two pitches later, he... He deposited it in left field. It's pretty sweet. So, Anquan, I remember now. I remember this game. Anquan Bolden, oh. it, his performance against the against Lions the line, in it, the home, it, yeah. which by the way also was Charles Charles Rogers. Charles Rogers. It was his first game yes. as a Lion, and rest, I think rest in peace. And I think he got uh, one or two touchdowns that game as well. He his first what was it three or four games as a rookie? He um, was dominated. Um, I'm Charles, Charles Rogers. Rogers until he uh broke that collarbone in Denver and uh, his career was never the same. Yeah, you know, and it's such a I mean, yeah, he couldn't lay off the weed. No, he's no. probably like the vanilla king, he can get the weed. <laughs> so, Anquan Bolden 10 catches, 217, two touchdowns in his debut. That's a, a loss in a loss. And yeah. you know who the quarterback was for the other team for the Lions, Joey Harrington. Oh. Because I remember Joey. now, I remember watching like NFL films, and NFL films films said something like uh, they had it mic'd in, and Mariucci was like, "Find Charles, find Charles, find Charles, find Charles." Bam, touchdown! <laughs> Crazy, yeah, Joe, good old Joey. Uh, we good old. Well, what was his nickname around here? The piano man. Oh, uh, Joey Ballgame. Joey Ballgame. Joey Ballgame. <laughs> who got hit? Who got hit? In Oregon, while he was riding his bike, he got hit by a drunk driver. What a dumb lock, dude. You get drafted by the Lions, suck ass, and then get hit by a car. Drunk driver, yeah. And I I, I don't know where he's at these days, but I'm sure he's he's still counting checks from the Lions. All right, throw one more at me. All right, we'll go uh we'll go um J.R. Richard, who used to pitch for the Astros, who just recently passed away. Debut, complete game. Gives up two runs, seventeen strikeouts, which was the was the rookie record, I believe, at the time. Ks? Seventeen Ks in his Shit. debut pitching performance. That's pretty good. So yeah, I mean, I, <laughs> a different era. I think he was backed in seventy-one, but still, I mean. So I want to I want to real quick cut you off, but we got a hi boys from uh, Mr. Jackson. Yep, uh, yep. I don't I don't know if you guys know this or not, but um, George started a podcast. A couple of months ago, and uh, we haven't heard from him in a couple of months. It's been so, a while. So um, we almost had to. Uh, we're gonna have to cancel him. 
we almost had to send uh the uh who's the guy from uh oh the uh, unsolved mysteries what or not the unsolved mysteries the uh oh, i can't think john walsh john walsh we might john have to walsh call john him. walsh uh, to send him out a name out for george jackson hey george make sure you make sure you uh get that autographed game used bat that your son got done today so he was standing in front of me in line. Did his son get an autograph from Haas? A little, uh, yeah, yesterday. I've he seen was at, that. He was at DC Sports yeah. yesterday and got an autograph. He did some little Haas. like fire D, uh, old English D. Yeah, it's almost like a brand. Yeah. Kind of, yeah. Looked so. pretty cool in the old uh, Haas uh, so autograph. Let's, so let's talk about the, uh, the the lovable losers, or as my dad called them, the Pontiac, Pist uh, Pontiac Pussycats. Pussycats. The Pontiac yeah. Pussycats. The Pontiac Pistons, who used to play there. Yeah. So... Uh, we didn't get to watch the game because we were at, uh, we were chasing history. <laughs> we were chasing history, chasing and still chasing. Yeah, I mean, week one preseason, not a whole lot of expectations. I I think um, golf golf went like six for nine or something, and yeah, I think the key is just to to get some reps in and and not get hurt. And uh, it looks like they did that. But the cool story out of week one, um. I believe his name is Reynolds, running back. Is that the guy they signed yep. from Taco Bell the day before? <laughs> they signed him. They signed him. Actually, he came in. I forget where he was coming from, but he didn't get into Detroit until uh, it was about noon. It was because it, he, he missed a flight. There was weather delays, and his flight left Charlotte at like 9 a.m. He got to Detroit at noon for a tryout. They liked what they saw. He gets put in the game, and he led the team in rushing, had almost 50 yards on the ground, scored a touchdown. Like, what yeah. a whirlwind 24 hours for a kid. And, and and he was saying that he was introducing himself to a lot of the players in the <laughs> huddle. Hey, everybody. <laughs> and, and, and it's me. The, after the game, they asked Jared Goff about him, and he's like, Reynolds, oh, is that that guy we just signed? Yeah, I'll have to meet him tomorrow. <laughs> like that's a pretty cool story, you know. Here's a here's a guy. So you think that, they're gonna sign him as a at maybe to a practice squad spot, yeah, probably more than likely. I mean, he showed he showed a lot of potential, and um, I mean, albeit it's against some scrubs, but still, I mean, if there's one thing you can never have enough of is is running back help, especially with you know two two guys that are are power backs, and they're gonna get a lot of uh, a lot of action with Swift and and Williams, so. Um, I think he did enough to at least get on the practice squad, but that was a pretty probably the story of the weekend going coming out. Uh, outside of Alex Brown, after the game, deciding to go the wrong way down I seventy five and hits hits a car head on, drunk as a skunk, and uh, they have to pull his buddy out by the jaws of life, and uh, he got cut today, so. He gone. He gone. So real quick, we can't be this. So this year, we had, we didn't make a pact. Our pact is whether they win or lose, we can't bash the Lions too bad because we know somebody's feelings will get hurt, and we like him as a follower of the show. So we can't do that. He's also saying that he's probably going to the Bengals game. So maybe after the Bengals game, when we have him on. And then we'll ridicule the hell out of him, and then we'll send him on his way. Oh, sounds good. But I, it, can you say SOL? It you know can what, you say SOL? But you know what? Year? But you know what though? It's preseason, and um, they're not. They're just going through the motions. They're really not doing much of um, scheming. You know, they don't have schemes against. So you're going to see, like, you know, you look at. Justin Fields, he you know, first couple snaps, and eh, and he came out, and then mm -hmm. he then he got a touchdown. I think he had like fifty yards rushing or something, something stupid. It which goes into our next topic. And then you know, you know I just don't put I don't put much merit into preseason because all it is is giving the coaching staff a reason to go. So do I think like Trey Lance is going to have some great uh, some great passes like he had? when he's playing against the number ones and teams are setting up and scheming against them. No, yeah. I don't. It, do I think that uh, he's going to get some, he's going to be somewhat successful? Yeah. Do I think he's going to run into a lot of bumps and bruises? Yeah. Well, they all will. like Kyler Murray. They, sure. They threw Kyler Murray out to the wolves. Oh. 
his he, first game. He, he, he his took first his game against the Lions. <laughs> they battled back to a tie that game. Oh, my God. I remember that game. Yeah, we, they man. blew, what, a four-touchdown lead? Yeah. Oh, Mr. Man. Mr. Corey's saying a 10-7 and seven this year for the Lions. Well, he must have some good cornbread in that oven. Oh, I ten and seven would be great. Ah, I, I, I'm thinking more on the lines of. I'm thinking like six and eleven. Yeah, six or seven six, wins. Six and eleven. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of there's a big feeling out process, even the coaches, and and you don't know what kind of Jared Goff is you're going to get. I think he's going to be okay, and. And what's that receiver room gonna look like? I, it's hard to say. There's experience, and then there's not. Um, I think the one standard is gonna be Hawkinson, and I think their backfield's gonna be real nice. But you know, then you flip the flip the ball and you go on defense. It's it's hard to say. Uh, you got to have a pass rush, and if you don't have a pass rush, hey, uh, Justin says that you're uh, you're live at the safety meeting right now. Oh. Fuck yeah. What's up, boys? That contractor's steal. So you shit yeah. Hey, Han. So they actually have safety meetings at contractor steal? Believe it or not, I, I think it's just uh a guy a reason for guys to just take a nap for the most part. Although I, I, although did, my, I, I didn't know they cared about safety at that place. <laughs> although my main man Joel Lara does put on a hell of a safety safety meeting. So shout out to my, my man Jose. Let's give it up to JP. JP, yeah, been, yeah. JP's Giant. been uh, he's been painting he's been painting the house. Yeah, he's getting the the new house ready, and we're I, we're I, excited to come check it out. He sometime. was he was probably over at somebody's house if we can paint ceilings, if you know what I mean. Did you see that little meme that Jay Green? <laughs> yes. Yeah. So it's hard to say. Hard to say. If you don't have a pass rush in the NFL, you're you're not going to win. And lately, the Lions have not had a pass rush, so. We'll see. Um, you know, linebacker core, they 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 kind of addressed it. I think Jelani Tavai needs to uh, find his way back to Honolulu because he's garbage. But <laughs> well, uh, Mr. Corey uh, seems to think that uh, Tate's coming back to the Lions. I don't know. There's there's been a lot of talk, uh, and, and I think it, it could be him playing hardball. But I'd take him back. I would too. I'd take him back in a heartbeat. You if you you take him with Hawkinson in the slot. Or you put him in the slot, Hawkinson off the edge, with you know both of those backs potentially can catch the ball out of the backfield. That's going to open up the deep ball for uh, uh, Sam Brown, the chiseled DK Metcalf 2.0, Amon St. Ra, whatever the hell his name is. Um, that could be good for them. And you need a guy with veteran leadership in the locker room that could really work with these young receivers. And and I'm all for it. I, I think that would be a good move. Okay. You know, maybe gets four or five catches a game and kind of keeps the defense on their toes. And, yeah, that would be a good thing. That would definitely be a good thing. So, Michigan, well, it's getting close. It's – oh, no, hold on. We're not talking about Michigan right now, are we? Who well, are we talking about? We're going to go into the other uh, the other uh, big – Oh. The quarterbacks. Fuck them. Yeah. They all look good. They all look good. They all look. They all look good. For the for the first preseason game, they're. All, yeah. I'm not going to overanalyze after a first preseason even, game. Even uh, my guess of who's going to be a bust, Wilson. Um, the, does his mom have an OnlyFans page? Uh, rumor has it she does. JP, he, JP, can you confirm? Or he deny has that denied me, that, but um, there are those out there that said he they have seen her. She's a she would be a, a cougar. But anyways, moving on. Yes, back to Michigan, but not the football program. We're going to talk the basketball program because of the NIL that is allowing these kids to make money now, which I think is a fantastic thing. I think it's good for the kids, and it's great for the uh, for NCAA because it's going to keep kids in school a little bit longer. Hunter Dickinson, and which I had theorized he came back because of the fact that he was going to be able to make money. He's a little upset with the university these days. Why? Well, because uh, they're frowning on the whole NIL thing. And uh, so they're saying you can't use the block M and you can't use the word University of Michigan in anything that you're trying to promote, uh, which is kind of bullshit if you ask me. I mean, I think if, if they agree to, to do it, you, you got to be all in. And uh, But nonetheless, he'll still be able to make money on – um, he could the colors 
you know, or, or, you know, just his namesake alone. And you know, a lot of these kids are getting, getting, uh, uh, deals with two companies already or, or, or advertising deals. And, you know, they're going to, they're going to put out products and they're going to sell on Instagram. So clearly it was one of the reasons why he came back. And I think why a lot of kids in the future will be coming back into school just because of their earning potential and getting, you know, a little more experience playing. You know, we start talking about the, uh, you know, the name and likeness or whatever. Then George Jackson gets in and says, finally, Michigan hoops can get money legally. Come on, Just man. Sour, sour puss. Sour puss. The fuck was that? I don't know. Is that a shotgun? <laughs> you wouldn't hear a shotgun blast. <laughs> Probably <laughs> not. Be real about it. George, George Jackson, just a sour puss Michigan State University. Fan. Hey, Mr. Corey, there's a link on uh, in the comments. Go ahead and click on it if you want to join. <laughs> Let's get him in here so we can talk a little football with this guy. So, uh... So going from basketball to football, football. Kate McNamara starting yeah, QB. Not a surprise. No. Uh, not a surprise. He, I think he did enough last year. He looked really good. He was not um, uh, Joe Milton. <laughs> uh, he actually, you know, he could do a little bit of both. He was exciting, and then he got hurt, which was a bummer. But uh, the the big hype, J.J. McCarthy coming in and, and there was a lot of people that thought, you know, he's he stayed true to this through his recruiting, and and he, you know, he always talked and uh, led Mason Blue that that he would maybe be the starter, but I I I, I think he's going to play. I I don't think he's going to start right away, but I do think they're gonna they're gonna run a two quarterback system, and and you know if McNamara has has some uh, struggles, I think it's going to be easy to throw him in. So, um, <laughs> no Heisman. So talk. George sits no, in there. No Heisman. No Heisman talk. No, there is. There's zero there expectations. Is, there is nobody worthy on the Wolverines roster right now nope. that I would say it would be a Heisman worthy. Uh, Blake Corum, uh, look out for him. I'll say that he, uh, let's just say he hit the gym pretty hard in the off season. JP probably could, uh, vouch for me, uh, he probably put on a good 25, 30 pounds of muscle. And he was, he had a pretty good freshman year last year. JP ball hawking him in the locker room or something or what? <laughs> he had a pretty, pretty good uh, uh, freshman season. And I'm looking at him as uh, somebody that might have a really breakout year. So, but no, no expectations with this team. I, I, I have uh, no uh, fandom. If you got anybody that knows me knows I, I cannot stand Jim Harbaugh. I think he's the biggest tool that's ever graced the the sidelines at the university of michigan but um no expectations coming in that way when they shit the bed i won't be disappointed when he shits the khakis yeah yeah i i just i don't i just i don't know i just don't get it i really don't i mean you came in your first your best season you had was was with recruits that the previous coach had mm -hmm. for you pretty much. And then you haven't been able to do shit. Mm -hmm. The guy he slept on the floor's <laughs> house, Quinn Nordine just got a job with the Patriots. Yeah. And then he also missed Yeah, dude. Kick he a went, 50 yard field goal. Yeah, He went three he, for three from field goals. Yeah, and but he, he can't he, kick he, a fucking yeah. X point, save he, his he, life. And that's what I, I said that I'm like, Oh, well they're going to have fun with a kicker that can't hit an extra point. But I mean, there's a lot of hype involved. There was a lot of hype involved when they brought him in and, and, you know, on paper, it was the dream coach to have, and it just hasn't worked out. And I know there's people out there. They're going to say, well, Dabo Sweeney didn't do shit in his first seven years. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. But, uh, I don't see the passion, but in Jim Harbaugh that I see in good old Dabo Sweeney, but it's two different. It's, it's two different areas. You know, it's no, no doubt. Eight, you know, ACC. They're, I mean, nobody's. I mean, nobody's really running to Michigan to play football. No, but you got guys that are running who Columbus who are who are jumping over people. Yeah, to play football at Columbus sure. or uh, at Clemson and mm -hmm. stuff like that. And it's funny because George is going crazy here. He just he loves Jim Harbaugh. He's doing a great job. Exactly, he's doing a great job. Doing it. And whatever it is, what it is. Hey, you know what? Win or lose, it doesn't matter. Sure, Michigan State will always suck. 
I'm, I'm waiting for his comment. <laughs> so with the vanilla, that, the vanilla King is going to join us in a few minutes. So with that being said, with let's wait on that one. Oh, you want to wait on the alliance? Yeah, because yeah, uh, he might have some good insight on it as well. Oh, so okay. let's wait on that. So I re- came across a pretty crazy story today. Um, it was the the differences with sports revenue and how much of that revenue they give to the players. Oh, oh, time out, time out. Oh. You got a message from somebody. Oh, Olivia. Hey, hey. How are you, kiddo? Good to see you. Thanks for <laughs> watching. Thanks for watching. Wanted to make sure that you got that. I was looking at the wrong thing, but thank but. you, sweetheart, for watching. Hope you're enjoying the show. I'll, I'll try and watch my mouth a little bit more. No, nah, <laughs> nah. this is an R-rated show. That is my my niece, uh, Olivia, my brother Matt's oldest, okay. oldest daughter. She is a, a very good soccer player and an even smarter human being. Good. She wants to go to an Ivy League school. Good. Hey, keep going. Uh, she uh, makes me very proud. Very proud. Good. For sure. So back to the revenue. Um, keep talking. I'm so, gonna grab more beer. So it actually, it's right behind me in this in this cooler here. You can grab me one too. Ha <laughs> ha! Go figure. Sensuous. So basically, the the revenue streams uh, of of these these upper echelon sports leagues compared to what they give their players. For example, the uh, Major League Baseball, fifty four percent of their revenue goes to the players. NBA's fifty percent. NFL 48%. And a lot of that, that number is a little bit lower because the players basically get paid based on the TV contracts, which are billions and billions of dollars. So that number, that one number would be a little bit higher if not for that. Then you've got Bellator, who 44.7% of their revenue goes to the, the fighters. And then this is the thing that blows my mind. The UFC, the greedy Dana White, the UFC, 16% of its revenue goes to the fighters. You know how much the UFC makes in a pay-per-view? It, it's ungodly amount. Well, I can tell you what the fighters don't make. They, they, they don't make anything more than 16% of the cut. Well, and then, you know, they give away one prize per event, $50,000 to the biggest hit, biggest knockout. Uh, which I mean, come on, fifty thousand dollars is a lot of money. Don't get me wrong, but uh, that, dude, that's fucking chump change. When you're making, um, there there might be you know twenty million uh, pay per view buys on a fight, and you're only given fifty thousand. It's like Conor McGregor's loaded. It's all off on his uh, endorsements and things like that. But to me, so you you, t- you take UFC at sixteen percent, you take Bellator. You think fighters might start looking elsewhere at some point? Um, but you but you have to look at it this way. The Bellator, they probably have their their profit margin as an organization as a whole is probably lower because sure. they don't they don't get the ratings. That, they don't get that revenue that that you would expect that like a UFC would mm-hmm. get. They're not doing pay. They got contracts. They got TV contracts. Sure. So I think with Paramount, I think they're on yeah. Paramount. Yeah, it's but then Showtime. But too, yeah. but but you you think about that so that. You know they might only make say two million dollars, and I'm just using I'm just throwing numbers out there. Say two million dollars. Well, sixteen percent of that two million, you know, or um, sorry, what would you say? Sixty, sixteen percent. No, I'm I'm talking about Bellator. Forty four percent. So they automatically just cut it in half and say, hey, we're gonna pay our players, we're gonna our fighters half. Yeah, pretty. You know, let's. So a million of it goes out in purse, but then you also got to think about this: a million. You know, I'm, I'm again. These are all figures. So if it's two million dollars total that they make, half of it gets sent out to, um, to the fighters. You got a million left. Eight, eight fights or whatever. You got to do. Uh, you got to pay for the location. You got to pay for insurance. You got to pay. So they're really not making any sure. money, sure per se. But UFC is a bigger draw, so mm-hmm. UFC is going to make more yeah. on that. Which means so it the 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 fight pay. Could be comparable to Bellator, but UFC just brings in that much more right, money right. because it's a brand. Sure. So, do you think? Do you see at any point some of the ownership looking of these other leagues looking at the UFC model and saying, "You, they're doing it right. 
these, uh, you know, we're giving way too much to the players. And I know they've tried, you know, with salary caps and all that stuff to, you know, limit to what some of the players can make. But I don't, it's, it's, it, this is the model the UFC has had. I mean, it's, it's no secret. This has been since day one. They've been known for kind of cheaping out their fighters. And yet they still get the biggest and the best. And it, and, it kind of surprises me that there hasn't been another uh, league or another uh, fight, you know, card that, that has popped up that could compete, but you know, UFC is just such a, a dominant brand well, and, and mixed and, martial arts. And after COVID, so it's it, kind of it hard just, for, you know what? And kudos for them. They found a way to, to make it happen. Still. I never was a fan until COVID. I mean, when you, when that's the only thing to watch, that's all we were watching. We weren't friends until COVID. <laughs> this is true. This is true. A, a, a friendship grown in COVID. So do I? So so to answer your question, do I think more leagues will adopt that? It, it's just a whole different animal. Yeah. I mean, if you, it's a whole different yeah. animal when you look at it. You look at it, say per pay per view. You know if. If they could be paying their the whole fight card probably might be a million bucks mm -hmm. or one point five or oh, whatever it is going to be. Say that could be their entire um, fight card payroll. Yeah, but when you got people that are down, when you got people that are doing the um, the pay per views and stuff like that, that's just I mean it's crazy. You know, it's seventy bucks a pop. Yeah, seventy eighty bucks a pop. I mean that's just crazy. People are getting it. Oh man. We got a guest. Oh boy. <laughs> Let's bring him in. Add to the stream. Oh. What's up? Hey, what's going on there? Uh, the real seal. So, so we're looking at the we're looking at the screen that we have. What's up, man? I was joining you guys for a beer. Hey, so um this is uh, this is Tom. This that's Tom. Hey, what's up, buddy? <laughs> Oh, he's like, who the hell is that? Is guy? that the little small vanilla? Uh, That's the vanilla print. The vanilla print. The vanilla print. <laughs> What's up, buddy? Oh, Can you believe my wife left me home with my kids unattended? Oh, oh, did, boy, that's scary. Did he just flick me off? <laughs> no, but did he, he f bomb. Just pretend he didn't hear. What's that? What's that? Those are the guys. Guys. Hi, buddy. What's up, buddy? <laughs> What's going on, fellas? Don't do hey, that. so while we got you on here, so we started a new we started a new segment not that long ago, and um, it's it's called what what what? I'm sure you probably heard it, but it's kind mm -hmm. of like one of the most outrageous things that uh, we find is outrageous. And uh, cheers to you, by the way. We got beers as well. So, so uh, you, you worked in a service, and so uh, a little background on you. We met through Twitter, which is a huge uh media thing for us as well and i'm sure it is for you um you worked kind of in the service industry a little bit so you've had to deal with assholes lots yeah <laughs> so so one of the things so uh, uh one of the things is uh, uh tom his uh his fiance was like well you know what I, I got a lot of time to kill why don't i just start doing doordash she said people are just freaking unruly there yeah we 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 did a doordash at uh, a local coffee house over the weekend and this certain coffee house puts on a as i like to call it a um a small dick car convention in the parking lot uh their mercedes there was some a ferrari and a and a and uh oh god a viper there was a bunch of different cars out there but anyway so there was a lot of people there and there was three teenage girls working in this coffee house and of course it's, they're slow they're a little backed up you know they don't even have all the help they can get and these adult just adults screaming and yelling at the top of their lungs where's my order i want a refund and it just blows my mind that these people don't have any consideration for the times we're living in and that everybody knows every business needs help and and you know it just it's like a big F you to these people that have no patience. Like they feel they're entitled and they're the only people that matter. And I just hate that. It, people suck. You had a deal with anything like that? Yell at people? No, I mean, I, I mean, have the you people yelling I at mean, you? I mean, have you been, been oh, all the time? Like crazy? 
all the time when the mask thing was going on. It was so bad. You would think it was the end of the world. <laughs> this so bar that I worked at was not big. All we required was to walk from the door to the table. That's all you got to do. And that was like pulling. Yeah. And that was like killing somebody, huh? Yeah. You know, I got called a lot of names that I won't say because my kid. Yeah. Here, I, but I, I, I saw some kid long Tucker. hair on this side over there. I wasn't. I know you're going to say that. It, it rhymes with Tucker. Oh, <laughs> all right. Yeah. Tucker. I, I, hopefully it's not. Ugh, there's a Tucker. I, it's crazy. Um, We were just talking about that today. Like ever since all this started, people have less and less patience every day. It seems like. The entitlement is is unbelievable. Like the world revolves around you. No, it doesn't. I mean, look around. Look around. Every business you go into, help wanted. You know, all these people you, you see on Facebook. If you don't even looking for a job, let me know. And it's 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 insane. So when you go into a place, just assume that they're shorthanded and give people a break. And and don't it's, don't be an idiot. It's just it's frustrating. I, don't I saw know a thing, I saw a thing today. I saw a thing today on, um, I think it was Instagram. It was some girls like recording it. She worked at uh, Starbucks. And the lady's like, this is not what I ordered. And she says, ma'am, it's exactly what you ordered. She's like, I'll make another one if you're not happy. And the lady threw it at her. She got through, like a, a coffee thrown at her. Like, what is wrong with people? Do the day somebody throws a beer at me, <laughs> it's game on, dude. Yeah, it's wild. I don't know what why that's happening but does everywhere you go it's not necessarily even work you just see people just oh it's i mean it's crazy i mean I, I, you know I, so my drive back and forth to work is it's about 45 minutes and dude people are just raging it's like for, for what now you came from you now so for the people that are that are watching right now and listening you came from the up yes sir where everybody knows your name it's like beers it's like, like, like you walked into a bar they're always like hey norm you, you, that, <laughs> you know everybody's in front of you at the spot uh so i mean I, I, so real quick i mean how how is life adjusted for you moving down here where it's i mean it's not like you moved into like a small town i mean you went you went balls deep and went right to grand rapids <laughs> we dove right in yeah. for me it's been fine a little more of an adjustment for my kids yeah, you know, the day we were moving in, my neighbor across the street locked his wife out of the house because they were fighting. So that was going on. <laughs> oh, <laughs> kids getting hey, kids getting the house. My, my gun, my guns under the pillow. I can't oh, my don't look, don't look. Hey, just mind your business. Hey, get the shotgun out of out of the case, okay? Just get the shotgun just in case. I think between that and then I got cussed out at a stop line or a stop sign the first uh, week I was here. So. We just got thrown right in. It was cool. Because because, because you stopped, right? Yeah, that's exactly why. Oh, he had God. somewhere to be. <laughs> but he had enough time to, you know, pull up beside me and cuss me out and ask me if I want to fight. <laughs> oh, wow. And then sped off. It's, you should have <laughs> said. He sped off when you got out of the car, right? You know who, I didn't even. I was so confused. <laughs> oh man, that's I had that's never funny. been so confused in my life. I'm like, well, who are you? At first, I didn't even realize he was yelling at me, so I think I actually pissed him off more. <laughs> oh, can I can I help you? <laughs> I, little, I don't speak English. What are you talking about? <laughs> little Honda Civic. Oh, I think <laughs> I, I think that was bought him. by dad, so I didn't. Take I would have just heart. backed into him. I would have <laughs> I would just put it in reverse and backed into him. What are you gonna <laughs> oh, do? Oh, my bad. <laughs> Yeah. I think he thought he was behind his keyboard. He's a keyboard warrior. Oh, shit. I'm in my little right. Yeah, he realized what he did and then just took off pretty quick. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. That's the Vanilla King. I'm out. Bye. <laughs> so <laughs> so when, uh, uh, when are you going to start your podcast, man? I'm hoping by the end of September. Like I told you, you need any help, you let me know. I appreciate that. I'll be more than happy to help facilitate any way i can i'll be in uh i'll be in the old uh beer city of grand rapids in about a month from now oh yes. yeah gonna be spending a weekend there at downtown you can see who's got money here 
Not me. Not me. Not me. <laughs> the, I'm uh, so broke, I can't even pay attention these days. The fiance is <laughs> dashing to, to pay for our trip. So as only I said, you, drink only beer, if you have more beer than Rich had at the Tigers game, I'll come. He did. Oh, he had more than me. I, I did for sure that night. That that might have been. That's about the only night he's. I can he's count done on that. one hand how many times um, I've outdrank Rich, and I I probably only need about three of those fingers. Yeah, what we're gonna say right now. <laughs> We're gonna, I'm trying to pace myself today because I got to get up at 4 30 in the morning to work. But let's just say it's, it's even. If you, no, it ain't even. Oh, wait a minute. No, no it ain't even. Oh, no, it ain't, it ain't even, buddy. How do you get 4 30? I don't think my brain can even function that early. I just set an alarm, wake up. When he leaves oh. for work, I got, I still have four and a half hours before I got to start. Dude, my car is so loud. When I pull out of the driveway, you, everybody hates it. They just absolutely hate it. Have you got always knowing Rich is going to work? What's that? Did you get any angry notes from the neighbor yet? Not yet. No. Well, you know what though? So Tom's my neighbor. The guy on the other side, he's a pastor of the church in town here. So I don't think I get any shit from anybody. Because <laughs> that pastor's not going to say anything to me. And the, yeah, and the right. neighbor actually, you know what? Hell, he probably put so many prayers hell pray. You're going straight to hell. Dude, Dude, listen, well, they listen. Brought hey, us, they brought us some spotted cow from Wisconsin, so hey, we're doing something right. Hey, no, listen. So, when, <laughs> so, so, so after the divorce, when I moved in, I told him, I said, "Yeah, I said I just recently got divorced, or whatever." I said, and he's like, "Oh yeah, I, you know, I was." He moved in like a month before I did, and so we were just kind of talking back and forth. And he said, uh, "Yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm the pastor at, at church in town." I said, uh, "Well, I just got divorced." So please don't pass any judgment when you see a lot of different cars in my driveway. <laughs> so, so whatever he can, he can, he can say whatever he wants to say. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. So, Hey, so you like that sticker right there? That Wu-Tang one. That's where it's at. All right. Well, I'll see if I can try to get a couple more of those. Maybe, there maybe I'll find out. We'll send you some message and I'll send it to you. Someone had one uh, Wu-Tang for president, but it was like a actual sign that went in their yard. Oh and yeah, you know actually. Oh wow. <laughs> know how confused I was? <laughs> <laughs> Did you click your heels together and see if you were in Kansas City? Man, I was going farther on 31 than I meant to go. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, oh we, man. We we live in one of those towns as well and um I have a a flag that flies on my house that gets a lot of jeers, we'll just say. I it's comical seeing people Walk, walk or drive by that. We've had uh, some drunk visitors come up and say, fuck your flag. <laughs> Literally. And uh, people stop in front of the house and they just shake their head. It's like, hey, have a nice day. <laughs> what does it say again? Is this, what does it say again? <sighs> what, this is not a political no. podcast. It says Trump lost LOL. Yeah. That's it, well, it's all. So um, whatever. So, I mean, it's yeah. true. So it's, it's yeah. factual. As facts as it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't give out who's who, but yeah, uh, facts are facts, and that is what I'll, I'll just say the flag comes down when George Jackson comes over. So. <laughs> you really take it down? Oh, no, leave it up. Uh, Fuck him. No. He's probably he's probably watching right now. Fuck him. Leave it up. <laughs> he won't want to come to the speaking. No, I don't care. <laughs> so anyway, hey, thanks for joining us. We'll get you on again. Definitely yeah, thanks for, sure. for having me, guys. I guess. I guess once we get closer to the uh, the Lions start and everything like that, yeah, we'll have to we'll have to we'll have a weekend uh, where you come down and you know we'll watch some football here. I got the Sunday ticket, three screens, and so every game's on, and you know we got keg beer and I got a floor, full, full I got a bar, I got and, a floor you can sleep on. Yeah, I mean we, we we have a lot of fun here. We'd love to have you. I got a couch. My dog, you might, my dog might teabag you with his big ass balls, but it, it's you like it. He is a black dog too. Uh, that's no, it. <laughs> oh boy no boy so hey man hey, Funny hey ryan, over there but <laughs> hey ryan thanks thanks for coming on or whatever we'll, we'll definitely we'll, we'll we'll get you on again and stuff like that and like i said i honestly mean it if if i can try to help facilitate to get you rolling i will i appreciate that we'll be in touch all right, man. All right buddy later guys take it easy that's the real vanilla king right there guys vanilla face yeah <laughs> Dude, I'll tell you right now, he's one of the coolest motherfuckers. He's he's, he is, a, he's he is, a great follow on Twitter. He is one of the funniest motherfuckers to follow on. We just I think we both started following him around the same time and just his his content and his you know just comical views of when he was working at the bar, the people he see. It just he's fun. He's a fun guy and definitely uh 
be cool to have them out and uh speak easy and do a show together so yeah for sure all right well we're pressed against time right here so we're i mean we're just killing it right now on time right now so um uh hopefully maybe the oc um what, next week the 23rd yeah 23rd maybe we'll get another oc episode in if, if those guys still together you know who knows they might have had a vicious breakup yeah. so you never know so yeah so we'll, we'll we'll get in there and uh you know uh we'll do that but uh and we're still hammering out the details with uh shit yeah andy and, and his work buddy yeah john van beesbrook's son so, so we're thinking about, should be coming up soon we're thinking maybe probably sunday Sunday might be a good time for the next show, so maybe catch us on Sunday. Yeah. Oh, yes. going to sure. be rainy all, all week and all weekend, yeah. so that'll be good. So we'll be there Sunday. Look so. for it. So see you. See you. What? We're leaving? What do you mean we're leaving? We're leaving? We're leaving. We're not leaving. Are we? What are you talking about? That's what I mean. Oh. <laughs> Thank you for listening to another episode of Easy Speak at SpeakEasy 330. Ow. You can catch us every week at ilogicmedia.com, Apple, and Spotify. Be sure to check us out on Twitter and Instagram at Easy Speak Cast for the latest and up-to-date news. Cheers. <laughs>